Hey, you. Yes, sir, ma'am. Stop what you're doing. Because right now, you need to be listening to Business SOS. Yep, Business Stories of Success, where we interview successful business owners for successful business owners. How do they make it happen? How do they keep it going? Join us with your host and business advisor, Mark Adams. Hello, hello, hello. You're with Mark Adams at Next Level Business Advisors, and we are honored to have a real life celebrity with us. <laughs> hey, that's what that's the way I'm calling it, sister. This is Christina Henderson from Henderson Promos. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you so much, Mark. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here, be on today with you. Me too. I mean, this is going to be amazing. And I, as we get into it, I hope you explain to uh, my listeners why I call you a celebrity. Because, <laughs> sure, sure. Because you are. So oh, uh, you. Christ, Christina is joining us from Henderson Promos. And before I start talking too much, I'm just going to throw the ball in your court. Tell us a little bit about yourself and your business. Sure. So my business is Henderson Promos located in Red Bank, New Jersey. We're a promotional products company. We put logos on t-shirts, hats, bags, you name it for events. During the pandemic, we pivoted our company and now we're making and manufacturing three ply and N95 masks for states, hospitals, nonprofits, and food banks. So we're doing that. I uh, am the current Mrs. New Jersey American. So I'm so excited. <laughs> so I'm so excited to represent my great home state of New Jersey this year. I've been involved with many nonprofits this year, raising awareness for important causes, and I'll be competing in Vegas for the national Mrs. American title in a week and a half. So I'm so, so excited. That is so, so cool. Yeah. Um, you were talking about when we chatted before about the different things that your business is doing, like with the N95 masks yeah. and, and things of that nature. And tell us some of the places that you said you were helping out with that. Yes, sure. So right now we're on a campaign and it's called Masking Up from Coast to Coast, where we donated over 100,000 thousand masks to food banks. We partnered with Feeding America and we donated to food banks and nonprofits not nationwide. So we were in Philadelphia, New Jersey, Atlantic City. Uh, we were in New York, in uh, Long Island and in Harlem. And we are going to be in Florida and then we're going to be in California as well. And, you know, we make these, we make, we're manufacturing these masks. So it just makes sense for us to give back. A big pillar in our life is, is to give back to our community. And right now we saw the need for masks. Uh, some of the places that we went to, people were wearing dirty cloth masks. And we believe that people should be able to have clean masks with that extra protection. The three-ply mask has that extra layer for people on like a cloth mask, which doesn't really give that extra protection. So we're so happy to be able to give back in, in this way. That's awesome. And I like that when you were telling me that uh, you were doing this philanthropic effort, I thought, how cool, you know, we had you have a successful business and we'll talk more about that. But to be able to give back is a beautiful thing. So thank you for that. Thank you. Let thank me ask you, you a question. Much, yeah. Oh, of course. Of course. Let me ask you a question. here. Um, <laughs> so Henderson Promos, your last name is Henderson. What role yes. do you play in the business? Sure. So I'm the majority owner and CEO. Uh, you know, I'm handling everything from operations to managing our team uh, to customer relations to 
making sure all orders are running smoothly to our uh, relationships with our manufacturers. So for me, it's, um, you know, it's not a nine to five. It's uh, when my eyes open to when my eyes close basically <laughs> job. So it's my life and I love it. My husband started the business in 2013 and it was called Thrive Promos. And he started just printing t-shirts. He had a printing machine in our kitchen and he was oh. paying his way through law school. So he wanted to, you know, pay, he didn't want to have to take out so many loans for law school. So he started printing t-shirts in our kitchen and he would sell them to his friends. And then his friends would like them. They'd tell people. So it was kind of word of mouth. Then it started to grow. And then when I came on board in, in 2017, I said, let's keep it in the family name. And we transformed the business to Henderson promos. And in my first year, I tripled the company's sales. And now, now we offer over 700,000 branded items, uh, not just t-shirts, but now we're printing uh, anything like we're cutting boards, we're glassware, we're tablecloth, we're signage, you know, we're surfboards and golf bags. Really for us, the sky's the limit now. So uh, the company has really grown tremendously in such a short amount of time. That is a short amount of time. That's phenomenal. So Thank not you. only are Thank you the CEO, you're like the, well, that's what CEOs, you're the visionary. Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely. awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> All right. So, you. so Thank let's do a little bit of home, but well, I'm going to call it bookkeeping account. Okay. I told okay. you that already. I'm a nerd and that's just the way it's going to be. <laughs> uh, we all have our gifts. So bookkeeping, yeah. how do we find you? Do you have a website? Yes. So my website is hendersonpromos.com and anyone could go onto our website and search our branded items, check out our best sellers. You know, if they're looking for a pen, type in pen and some really cool options will come up. And then you could also shoot me an email. You can email kh at hendersonpromos.com. And if you don't want to spend, you know, hours on our website searching products, if you email me over the price point that you're looking for and the quantity that you'd like to order, I will send over our best sellers that align with what you're looking for. So say you're, say you're looking for pens, you're looking for a trendy pen, you only want to spend 50 cents per pen and you're looking for 500 pens. I will send you about 25 options that align with your price point and your quantity and the, they'll, they'll be our best sellers. So you don't have to, you know, search thousands of pens on our website. You can do that, but I'll save you some time and send you over a catalog with those oh, items. Wow. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah, Let's yeah. spell that name because some of, I love your plaque behind you. It oh, says thank it all, you. Right? <laughs> and this yes. in promo. So we That's got it. But if someone is listening, they won't yes. be able to read that. So sure, spell sure. Henderson, although it doesn't seem like we have to. <laughs> so Henderson, so my email. Name? Yeah, so my website is H-E-N-D-E-R-S-O-N promos, P-R-O-M-O-S dot com. And then you can either email info at hendersonpromos.com or K-H at hendersonpromos.com. And we'll be glad to help you out. Beautiful, beautiful. So now let's talk about a, a bit about your business. You talked a little bit about yeah. it, but just a couple of questions just to get it clarified. How long have you been in business? So since 2013, that's when we started and uh, we've just been evolving ever since. And now we have nice. our PPE division. So we're supplying states and hospitals with the masks and gloves and, and gowns that they need during this time. So we really pivoted our business when the pandemic hit. And I never thought I'd be in the PPE world, but you know, when the pandemic happened, we do promos, right? So we do tons of events, we do items for events. And of course, everything stopped all of a sudden 
we went from having our best year ever and we had to pay our bills, pay our employees. And so immediately we saw the need to pivot our business to survive because we knew that this wasn't going to go away anytime soon. Mm -hmm. And we were, we really had to make a change. So hospitals were actually starting to come to us for masks and gloves and different items that they needed and their main supplier wasn't able to produce those items and they needed them they were crucial items so in the beginning we used our manufacturers overseas that were normally making you know our tote bags and pens they were now making you know masks and other ppe items so in the beginning we used our manufacturers overseas and I was on the phone with cargo ships, private planes, working hard to get these items Uh, to the people who need them most. And it was high dollars. It was high risk because I didn't physically have those items in my hand and I had to pay up front. And it was, you know, we had to take this huge risk with our business to do this, but luckily it panned out and we were able to supply hospitals and the frontline workers with the PPE they needed. But we realized that we can't rely overseas anymore. Um, Mm -hmm. It's just high stress. And that's really why we now manufacture in Santa Ana, California, where we don't have to rely overseas anymore, which, um, which is so important. And of course, you know, keeping jobs and keeping um, the manufacturing in the USA is also important to us as well. So we were able to really pivot. And now we're in the PPE world. And I never thought I'd be, you know, in the PPE business, but here I am, we were able to keep our business alive and also help a lot of people at the same time. So um, I'm so happy that we're able to continue our business in the PPE side. And then also promos have picked up a, as well. So we're in both, both areas. Right. And, you know, I, I was, well, this year has been very interesting. Actually, 2020 was very interesting for a lot of businesses. We saw sure. huge companies just put out there going out of business sales sign immediately. Yeah. Right. And it's amazing yeah. to me, even before things got ugly, you know, mm-hmm. you go to the mall and there were big, stores, Neiman Marcus, and I hope I'm not going to get sued because I don't know if it was really Neiman Marcus, but names like that, names you know, Lord and Taylor, going out of business. It's like, wow, what, you know, so quickly, uh, a lot of businesses will be in existence, but they're not able to pivot, right? And they haven't built up reserves to even last a good solid month. So kudos to you and your team for being able to not just survive, but pivot and then Mm -hmm. thrive. And so there's a lesson in there that I want to talk about just briefly mm-hmm. uh, sure. from for, for our listeners, right? In order to be successful, you learned this trick, obviously. Uh, you have to be adaptable. Would you agree with that? 100%. You can't be afraid to take risks. Okay. Otherwise, you, you will fail if you don't take risks. And you, have to, you can't be afraid to think outside the box because things happen and you can't control the environment sometimes. And you really have to be willing to adjust your business right now. I'm on a tour, the 21 counties of New Jersey as Mrs. New Jersey, and I'm visiting women-owned businesses, women-owned small businesses throughout our states, and really talking with women owners. It's about building a support system for women in business as owners, but it's also about discussing ways that they pivoted their business to survive. And some of the women I've met really have adjusted very well and um, have been having had a more successful year than even last year by pivoting Mm -hmm. their business. But some of the women I've met, um, you know, have given up and are not willing to adjust their business during this time. Sorry about that. My, I just got a phone call on my computer, Um, but they're not (laughs) willing to, it was like a FaceTime call. I don't know. Um, Some of the women I've met are not willing to 
adjust their business model. They, they might be in an older generation and they don't want to adapt to doing things virtually, doing things online, selling online, doing different things with their social media, revamping their website. And that's really what people have to do right now. They have to really look at their business model and focus on things virtually, focusing on things online, you know, online commerce and, and really changing and having, you know, I, I say to women when I meet them, it's about having or women or men in business, I say, it's about having a plan A, plan B, plan C, or plan D. We don't know how long this is going to last for. It looks like hopefully things will get back to normal soon, but we really don't know. And it's so important that we find different ways to adjust. You know, we look at our business model every day and try and work on it and improve in different ways that we can. Because there's always a way. There's always a way to stand out. There's always a way to be different than your competitors. What sets you apart how are you going to survive this year and have a better year than last year and not let the pandemic get in your way? I love it. And so you're, you're in a unique, I'm not going to say unique, but a, a vantage point because you're the CEO. So we just said you're the visionary. And I like what you just said. Mm-hmm. We look at our business model every day or almost every day to make sure that it's probably standing the test of time that it's able to pivot mm-hmm. and adjust. Mm-hmm. And that's what you talked about, that mm-hmm. plan A, B, C, D. That's the work yeah. that's involved in being a successful business owner. Sure. You know, I advise sure. people all the time and it's easy to see those yeah. who can't make it because when you give them a suggestion, mm-hmm. they say, well, that won't work. Okay. Well, what about this? Well, that won't work. Well, what about, the, well, that won't work. Okay. <laughs> why won't it work? Why not? Why not figure how to make it work? And those, that's what separates yeah. business owners who are successful. So I love yeah, the fact keep that it you open mind. Yeah. Open mind. Yeah. And you review oh. that business model. I love it. Yeah. yeah. And you know what I, you know what I find that's very helpful. One of the things I do every day is I try and do every day is I set my clock for 15 minutes in the morning when I get to work, my timer and 50 for 15 whole minutes. I'm, I set my timer, but I don't have my phone and I have a piece of paper and a pen. And for those 15 minutes, I'm thinking of ways to transform my business, to grow my business, to do different marketing models. And, and that's, 15 minutes is actually a long time, but then it's actually a short time. So it's not taking that much out of your day. But for those 15 minutes, when you're in complete silence, just focus on how to grow your business. You'd be surprised at the amount um, that you could really achieve and, and think of the different things that you could think of to really push your business to the next step. I'm going to pause for a second because that was brilliant. <laughs> and I'm serious, too. Oh. I'm serious. That is brilliant. What you just said. And I want people to just like, stop. Like if you're driving, I want you to, I don't want you to hit the brakes, but I just want you to (laughs) think for a moment. But what this lady just told us, take 15 minutes of uninterrupted time and just focus on growth. Just right. Just right. Yeah. Just right. Yeah. I love that. Thank you so much for sharing that. That that's, I think that'll make a world of difference in a lot of what people do if they just take that into so. practice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's not a lot of time, yeah. but it's not it's a not. short period of time either. It's long enough mm-hmm. to make you engage your mind to grow your business. Mm-hmm. Say 15 times yeah. five, if you work five days a week, you're at least, that's an hour, right? If I did my math right. An hour. So. And in that hour, you're, you're really thinking of ways to really revamp your business and to grow in unique ways. And you're writing down different marketing techniques, different, different techniques, you know, whatever you want to do, or maybe a new business idea that you have, take those 15 minutes and focus on that idea. And you'll be surprised. Uh, 
I mean, I have notes and notes and notes of pages and it's, it's really helped me tremendously. And that's, um, you know, I didn't make that up. I, I read that. Um, I, I can't remember who, who does it, but a major CEO does that. And it, it's like a technique of CEOs and owners to do that technique. Um, I love it in the morning and uh it's it's really helped me tremendously and i highly recommend it to others awesome awesome can we just pretend like you made it up so i can keep going <laughs> i mean come on he don't have to know <laughs> no that's well i'm awesome. constantly doing know. research on on you know what major owners and, and ceos are doing and what how they're bringing their businesses to the next level and i i recommend people do that as well research your idols in business what are they doing they're not watching tv they're not watching netflix they're working at home they're working at the office they're constantly focused on taking their business to the next level and that's really what i recommend to people it's easy to you know watch sports watch tv watch movies all the time and fall into that but put it, pushing yourself to the next limit is about not having distractions in your way and really focusing on on getting your business out there and awesome successful yeah awesome so now you're dropping all these gems on us and i love it <laughs> and, and we're going to talk more about that too because that's what, yeah. really what this is all about it's about yeah. talking to business owners about mm -hmm. what other successful business owners do to, to get there yeah and i'm one of those yeah. guys when i go home i put that tv on and i zuck out and uh, then I cry like a baby the next day when I'm like, oh, how come I can't get anything done? And I have to remind myself, you know, uh, owners, we have to move. We have to do things. So take that time. That well, well, if you're not doing it, who else is when Absolutely. it's your business? Absolutely. Right? Yeah, I love it. Yeah. So I'm going to pivot now a little bit. You've given us so many gems that I want to I want to ask you this question about sure. success. Our title of our podcast is Stories of Success. So how do you define success? I define success as not being afraid to take risks, putting yourself out there, staying passionate, hardworking, and success can mean failure, but a success to be successful, I believe that there are failures involved. You have to, mm -hmm. to take risks, you might fail and you can't be afraid to fail. And if you do fail, learn from it and move on and go to the next thing, put it into action or try again and keep trying again until you succeed. So success really is taking risks and not giving up in my opinion. And so many people don't take risks. They, they work a miserable nine to five job and they live for the weekends, most people, unfortunately. and. You know, if you have dreams and you have goals, life is short. Now's the time to make them come true, especially during the pandemic, when you can have that time to really look within and make those dreams a reality. If, if you don't put off tomorrow, what you can do today. So I recommend to, to be successful is to put it into action and start now. Thank you. I like it. So then I'm going to assume something. They always say, be careful mm -hmm. about assumptions. Don't assume, <laughs> I'm assume that you yeah. consider yourself successful. Am I right? I do. All right. I, do. I, cons I consider myself successful. And um, I, I believe that I am successful because of those things that I just said. I'm not afraid right. to take risks. You know, my husband is my business partner and he's great at pushing me to the next level too. 
And nice. it's nice to have someone who does push me to, to think outside the box and, and to, um, to go to that next level. But I, I do consider myself self-successful because I do take those risks. And in order to even to be more successful, I need to continue to take risks in business. I need to continue to put myself out there in different ways. And sure, these ways might make me feel uncomfortable at first, but that's, that's the, that's the only way to succeed. You're going to be uncomfortable and you'll get used to it. And then you'll be comfortable. Then you'll have that confidence. So push yourself. And, you know, if, if you're too afraid to take the risk, it's not going to happen if you don't do it. Right. If you don't at least try, it's not going to happen. So at least try and, and you have a shot. You know, you have to try. Yeah. And even with yes. being Mrs. New Jersey, if I didn't compete in the pageant, if I was too afraid to compete in the pageant, I wouldn't have become Mrs. New Jersey. So I just tried and you have to keep trying to get there, to get, to make your, your goals a reality. Right. I like that. My mama always used to say nothing beats a failure, but a try. So that's, yes, exactly right? yes, right. yes. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Now, I know when we yeah. try, sometimes we make mistakes and we fail. You actually said it. You said sometimes mm-hmm. you fail along the way. So sure. I want to ask you one question. You, yeah. you, you, don't have to, you don't have to tell us, but if you don't mind, what's mm-hmm. one big mistake that you've made in your business journey thus far that we can learn from? Can it be a life journey? Does it have to okay, be a well, well give, me a, give me a life journey. Sure. So when I was 19 years old, I was a flight attendant. I decided to take a break from high school and I became a, I take a sorry, take a break from college and I became a flight attendant before I entered college. I love to travel and I thought that this could be my career path. And so I was a flight attendant at age of 19, you know, flying to great places around the world. And what I did when I was a flight attendant is I flew to Hawaii and I flew and, and for another job interview with a, with a competitor airline. Okay. I was united. It was continental connection now united. Right. So that's it's going back 10 years. And I flew to Hawaii and I interviewed for Hawaiian airlines. Now I did what any 19 year old would do in Hawaii by themselves. I wanted the whole world to know on Facebook. So I took pictures, stand up paddle boarding, and I posted it on my okay. Facebook, of course. And, uh, my boss had called me from my airline and called me and said, are you in Hawaii right now? And I said, yes, I am. Because, you know, she could check and she'll know right, that I'm in Hawaii. Right, right. Of course, I don't lie. And so I said, I'm in Hawaii. And she said, um, well, a coworker of yours showed me the picture of you stand up paddle boarding. I'd like you to come back as soon as possible. And so when I came back, I, she called me when I was back in New Jersey and she fired me. And I did not get that job at Hawaiian Airlines. And now I had gotten fired from what I thought was my dream job. I felt like a complete failure. I felt like I let myself down. I let my family down. I didn't even go to college, right? And I thought that this was my career path. And I loved it. I loved traveling. I, I, I felt the lowest of the low at that point in my life. And I didn't know how I was going to recover from that. And I was ashamed of myself. And I, I regretted what I had done. And... But what I had learned was, oh, and by the way, all the pilots and flight attendants I met, they, they said that they do that. They, they go, they fly out for other job interviews. So it was a normal okay. thing, but she had found out. And so I didn't know how I would recover, but looking back on it, it was the greatest decision I've ever made. It led me to where I am today. If I didn't had, if I hadn't gotten fired, I wouldn't have 
moved to Hawaii and lived there for two years after that happened. I wouldn't have met my husband. I wouldn't have attended Boston University, my dream school. I wouldn't have um, and graduated from Boston University with my Bachelor of Science degree. I wouldn't be the CEO and owner of Henderson Promos now. And I wouldn't be Mrs. New Jersey if I had if I hadn't gotten fired. So because of that, what I thought was a failure, because of that, I am now in the spot I am today. And I'm so grateful for that failure, right? So it actually was the greatest thing that ever happened to me. So if anyone out there is listening to this and, and they're thinking of failures, you know, that might be the greatest thing that's ever happened to you. So take that failure and put that energy into something to make your life better. Okay. Thank you. That's beautiful. And that's what I'm waiting for that nugget, right? Because you could have failed and yeah. then just crumpled up in a corner and just imploded, mm-hmm. but you just said it, you took your mm-hmm. failure and you put energy into turning it around and to doing yeah. positive things from a negative result. And business is mm-hmm. a lot like that too, right? We, we might make a mistake. Mm-hmm. It might be horrific, but that doesn't mean yeah. we necessarily have to close our doors. Uh, based no. on what you just told us, it can be the greatest thing that can happen to us. If we, yeah, what's the word I'm looking for? If we choose to accept what went wrong and then look to how to make it better, is that smart? Mm, I don't know. Of course, of course, adapt your business. If, 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 if a new business model failed, then you're going to adapt and do something different and you're going to find the way to, to get over that hump. 100%. Yeah, learn from the mistakes, right? Learn from the mistakes. Yeah. Don't get crushed by yeah. them. Crush them. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I love that. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Now yeah. Mark got one. All right. All right. So now what do you think is the single most important quality needed for a business owner? Confidence. I like confidence. it. Why confidence? You have to be able to talk to people. You have to be able to represent your business in a positive way and put yourself out there. Again, you can't be afraid to take risks. You need to be a confident person to be successful and fake it till you make it. If you might feel like you're not confident, just pretend like you are and you will be. Smile, have energy, embrace your business, embrace opportunity head on. And a lot of people are not confident and a lot of people lack that confidence, but put yourself out there and rock it. I love it. Confidence is key. You're right about that. And if you believe have it, you'll achieve, believe you'll, okay. I like it. I like it. That might be your tagline. Believe you'll achieve. So <laughs> well, my you don't feel confidence, so take a, it till you make it. <laughs> yeah. So I have a word of the year okay. and I pick, I, I picked a word for the year that I focus on and my word, I don't know if you can see that, but it's oh, achieve. Hold on, I'm blind. If you can oh, see that, really it's, cool. it's achieve. And I, I, like put it it. On my, I have it on my desk and I look at it every day. And anything, any opportunity, I think of my word of the year. And it's a word that I could just think of in everything. So I want to be healthy. I, I need to drink more water, right? It's something small, but I want to drink more water. Okay, I can achieve it. I can do this. Every day I'm achieving this. I'm achieving my health. I'm working out every day. I can achieve. And I put that word into everything. And, you know, that's that's what I'm focused on is achieve for every aspect right now. So I love the year. You know, uh, Miss Henderson, you are inspirational. I'm loving this. I'm, lo- I'm serious. I'm, lo- I'm loving Thank this. You. I'm, I'm gonna, so I'm much. gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna ask you a question that um, you probably have been asked in the past. Mm-hmm. What advice would you give to a new business owner? 
what advice? Um, get involved in the community, get involved, market your business in ways that you haven't seen before. Follow up with your clients, not once, twice, seven, eight, nine times, keep going. Don't give up on clients, follow up, create a business model that separates you from other competitor businesses. What separates you? And um, again, have confidence, be out there, get your name out there in different ways and put the time in, just put that time in. Wake up, get energetic, attack the day, attack it. That's my advice. I like it. Attack the day. Okay. Attack very cool. <laughs> I see you also, when you're talking, to me, you kind of, you kind of throw this jab out. Like you, uh, you do Tybo or something. You got, all right. All right. I see. I'm glad right, we're so I've far away. Weights, and I've been doing yeah. <laughs> ah, that's what it is. I see the form is like, that's the, form is tight. It's the form is tight. I guess that's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Very I'm cool. attacking the day. You're attacking yeah. the day. All right. Yeah. If you could go right yeah. back to right before you started your business, right before you got involved yeah. in this business, what advice mm -hmm. would you give yourself? Mm. Um, hmm. What advice do I give myself when I started the business? I guess I would say you can do it. Go for it. Just go for it. I guess don't sweat the small stuff. I guess that's okay. what it is. Don't sweat yeah. the small stuff. You know, I can, I have, I, I, I do sometimes sweat the small stuff. And I, I think about little things that happen that, uh, maybe I should have done that a little bit differently. Maybe I should have said this, maybe I should have, you know, just little things kind of get to me sometimes. And those things don't matter. They don't matter at all. Like no one remembers this little thing you said, no one just don't know, just focus on the big picture. Don't sweat the small stuff. Just keep rocking and rolling. Just keep at it. So that's I what I would say. It. Don't sweat the small stuff. All yeah. right. Ladies and gentlemen, don't sweat the small stuff. Yeah. Can I ask you one more question? Do we have time for one more? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ready? Ask away. <laughs> this one is a little weird. How okay. have mentor, mentors and or coaches helped contribute to mm -hmm. your success? Mm -hmm. um, I, having somebody to look to for business advice is is so crucial. It's, it's very, very important. I think, uh, as someone in business, as, as someone who's running a business, you ha having that support system in some way, I think is so important for growth, you know, having a mentor who's been there, done that and can help save you time and energy and help keep your energy in the right place is so important. One of my mentors um, is my mother-in-law who's a successful, um, she's successful in insurance and, uh, Sometimes I, I go to her for advice in certain business situations and she gives me really solid, great advice that really helps me focus on what really matters and what's really important because nice. she's been there. And I think that it's important in any business that you have a mentor that is successful and knows what they're doing and has, has been through a lot of the same stuff, same, same things, whatever that may be, and that can save you time and energy and keep you on a positive path. For sure. I like that. I like that. And you do that for others too, right? You're helping these women entrepreneurs in every sure. county. So that's awesome. That's yeah. a beautiful. That's one of my main missions in business. Um, you know, I, of course, is giving back to nonprofits, but it's also helping 
uh, women in business and women and men in business, you know, when they start, I'm on the tour to women-owned businesses, but I, I meet all kinds of people in business. And I think it's so important that, um, you know, they have someone to look to, to stay positive and to stay motivated and not be afraid to fail, not be afraid to take risks and talk with someone who's maybe been there and done that. You know, I took this huge risk pivoting my business during the pandemic. And it's so important that, you know, we think outside the box and we're not afraid to fail and, you know, that we have a support system. And I'm, I love supporting other people in business, people who might just be getting started who come to me for promos. I'm so happy to, to help them out in any way I can. You know, that's something about Henderson Promos that also sets us apart. Not only do we give back to a number of nonprofits, but we also make referrals for our clients. We're out there in the community constantly pushing business to our clients so they might buy, spend a certain amount on t-shirts with us but they'll get that money back by us making referrals and I think that's so important that we support our community and we support our fellow small businesses especially during this time where small businesses are suffering I think it's so important that we you know it could be something small just getting a cup of coffee from a local shop instead of you know a big shop like Starbucks going to support your local coffee shop because they can really use the support right now. And it's all about thinking of those little things, support a local boutique instead of, you know, a big department store. It's different things like that, that really help our community thrive. I like it. I like it. I really appreciate yeah. um, how you, 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 when you talk about success, you've talked about, and when I've asked you about yourself and your business, but you, you, have constantly turned that outward and how you can extend what your success has been to others. And that's a beautiful quality to, to have as a person and as a business owner. So thank you for sharing. Thank that. you so much. Thank you. Thank oh. you. It's all about helping other people grow. I mean, what's the point of me growing my business if I can't help um, my fellow community members, I can't help my neighbors succeed I too. Know. I don't want to see any businesses fail, especially during this time. You know, it's about lifting each other up. And of course, as well as the nonprofits, you know, I work with a number of nonprofits um, real quick to the ones I'm working with closely is the Tigger House Foundation, which raises awareness for opioid addiction. Unfortunately, because of the pandemic, overdoses have increased oh in the state of yeah. New Jersey over 17 percent. So wow. it's so important that we change the stigma surrounding this disease and really educate the youth on the dangers of addiction. And so I work with them and our nonprofits could really use support during this time. And I also work with the Applorer Kids Foundation, an organization that um, gives the arts to kids whose families can't afford it. So singing, nice. dancing, instrumental lessons, they fund that to students who, whose family, to kids whose families can't afford it. So especially during this time, during the pandemic, when kids are stuck at home with nothing to do and no outlet, that's when they can make, get mixed up with, with, with drugs and alcohol and different things like that. So the Florida Kids Foundation really helps to keep kids in a hobby and active and, and, and pursuing something that they love. So I'm, I'm so happy to support those two organizations and also of course, fulfill the food bank of Monmouth in Ocean County, feeding the hungry. That's another reason why we donated over hundred thousand masks to, to different food banks because the need for food has increased 40 to 60% nationwide. So it's so important that we give back to our food banks because so many people are hungry and we need to really help our, our community uh, get over this hump and really be there to support, you know, we, we handed, we physically handed out masks in person in these, in these different locations that we were at. And it, and it was so moving to see people, um, you know, standing in line for hours 
for hours. Uh, some of the places that we went to, people were in line for over seven hours in the freezing cold waiting for a warm meal and for the masks. And wow. um, they, there was children in, in the line and there was older folks and there were little dogs in the line shivering. And, you know, it, you know, really it was moving and, you know, to help out in any way I can. Right now we can help out with the mask, but maybe in the future there's a different way that we can help out. Right where our business takes us with clothes or different things and people are in need right now. And it's so important that we, we give back in any way that we can, everybody could give back in a different way. And, um, and I highly recommend, uh, you know, giving back any way you can. Well, that's beautiful. I love uh, your passion for helping others. You know, so that's, that's just a beautiful Thank quality. You. Thank you so much. Thank for you so much, Mark. Thank hey, you. it's been a pleasure chatting with you. I uh, want to just thank you so much for your pearls of wisdom your gems we look forward to continuing to see you on your journey to success and we can't wait to see you win this contest oh thank you so much mark this was so great i really appreciate you having me on today oh my pleasure my pleasure Have did you like that interview don't forget to subscribe to our podcast business sos and please drop a comment like us and share if you are a successful business owner and would like to be considered for an interview, visit us at mcataxprep.com slash business SOS. Fill out our form and we'll reach out to you. Our next story of success will be in two weeks. Don't forget to tune in.